everyone. Today is May 3rd. This is episode 48 of The Banter Shop. My name is Moniel. This is Daniel. And this is Harsh. Oh man, right, Harsh guys. is back. Harsh is back. We, we promised he'll be back after a week. He did come back. Come yeah. back. How was the vacation from the show? It was nice. It was like uh, the last dance with Dennis Rodman when he had to take a little vacation and come back. Oh my god, we gotta talk about the last dance. We gotta talk about last dance. That's been. I haven't seen it. When you mentioned the last dance, I'm like, are you watching like a new like competitive show where people go dance? (laughs) It's like their last dance, or if not, they're gonna die. Reality TV. Yeah, this is like a Hunger watched, Games. Like, uh, you better dance good or you're, not, you're out. And you're, <laughs> you're out, yeah. It's like Chopped, but for dancing. Yeah. It's like, the guy just walks around and he's like, no, you're out. Like, if it's a bad food, if it's a bad dance. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, exactly what are you watching? It needs to be a, yeah, there, maybe there actually needs to be a Last Dance reality show based off I of think this. There, there's too much reality TV shows. I think Netflix is like, just realized, like, Cody Co said this, and he was like, Netflix finally realized how cheap it is to make a reality TV show and how entertaining it is. Yeah, because before 2020, they didn't have any reality TV No, yeah, but then they realized it takes, like, $10 to make a reality TV show, and just got to get a bunch of dumb people and put them in a house, and that's, like, two episodes, two seasons right there. <laughs> right, especially with uh, Too Hot to Handle, like, they only really spent $10 because they failed For so real. bad. I think, I think the, everyone the making out. Right. <laughs> I saw Cody Ko's video on it. He said it was really boring. Is that if you guys you guys seen it? Was it boring? The too hot to handle. Yeah. I mean, there was some like like exciting parts. It's a fun but... Yeah. The, the the hippie leaves, and then the girl from Arizona leaves. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Haley and like, man. But it's like, wouldn't you just want to stay because the Netflix like you could be famous. They should just put one normal person out there, like one person who just works like a normal job and put them on that show. And like, they're probably really smart. Or not really smart, but they have common sense. I want to like, see how, 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 I want to see how Moniel would do there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Like, he wouldn't even know how to act. Yeah, because it's yeah. like, <laughs> that's not even like this, they can't, the people on that show can't even hold a conversation. Like, one of the guys, fear was fear. I saw that. I'm in Cody Ko's video. Like, what? Fear is yeah, fear. His number one yeah. fear was fear. The guy that was, like, had, like, super deep thoughts. Yeah, yeah that's super a deep Matthew thing. guy. That's a Matthew guy who left oh, the show yeah. early. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's there. a hippie. But it's like, how can your number one fear be fear? <laughs> I don't know. It, it was yeah, a, yeah, I don't, don't want to talk. I don't want to talk more yeah. about. It. We spent like yeah, a whole done. episode last week on, on We've this. Done a, 40, now, now it's Outer Banks time. Yeah, Outer so. Banks. You want to tell us more about Outer Banks? All right. So this, there's a main character. His name is John B. All right, and his dad basically. So there's the Royal Merchant, which was the ship that uh, crashed with 400 million in gold. And basically, his dad spent his the remainder of his life trying to figure out where the ship might have been wrecked, and like, because there was a hurricane that happened. So then they wonder, like, where is the boat, and like, if the gold is still on it. So it's John B. and his like three friends on this uh, like island in like North Carolina, I think it's called the Outer Banks Island, and like they just look for the gold, and they're trying to find it because his dad left him clues before he vanished or died. We don't know that yet. And then him and his friends, they're like 
they're not really rich. Like they just work like a summer job and they try to like have fun in the island. But then there's also like the rich island part of town where it's like vacationer to go and like rich people are there. So it's a pretty interesting show. I don't know. This is the first season, right? Yes, ten episodes, first season. It's it's interesting though. Is it an easy watch, or we really have to pay attention? It's not. It's not a hard watch. It's pretty easy. It's been really. It's been popping on social media though. Monil will probably know that. Yeah, Yeah, it has been. (laughs) Yeah, on the social media. There's a lot of plot. There's there's like plot twists. There's like a, a good plot twist. It's entertaining. I'm going to add it to my list right now. Okay, that. I honestly haven't watched any show since Too Hot to Handle. Like, I think that ruined it. (laughs) Yeah. You need to take a detox from it. Yeah. Outer Banks is good, though. It's really really good. I mean, in quarantine terms, like, like real life terms, when you have a life and you're doing things on the weekend, I'd say this is like a watch if you have nothing to do and no work to do. But in quarantine terms, it's a good show. Have you watched Money Heist? No, I haven't. I should. I heard it's good. My sister have you finished? I've been watching it. Have you finished it all? Oh, you haven't seen it? No, have I haven't you seen it, Dan? No, oh, I haven't. Okay. I see my sister watching it. The last good show I watched was Ozark. Yeah, you finished it, right? Well, I mean, Outer Banks is the last good show I watched. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, before we get into a little bit of shows, and I know Drake do- dropped an album. There's been some mu- new music out there as well. So I know we have a lot, lot to get to. Uh, but uh, just wanted to let everyone know that uh, this is our like seventh or eighth episode that we're doing in quarantine on the Skype, maybe a fifth or sixth. And I think after a while, it's just the three of us. And I just wanted to say, like, I think in quarantine, what we realized we're doing the show online is that there's so many other people we can bring on and so many other people that we that we kind of have had a chance to bring on to give us their perspectives. Yeah, to like to to kind of add their flavor to it. So I think that's one of the cool things that, I come, that has come out of this. Uh, I know today it's just the three of us, just like it has been for like almost a lot of episodes, and it's good to get back to normal. But it, you know, just kind of to give a shout out to everyone who's joined us for the past couple of uh, episodes, and they've really made it. Uh, they've really made the show something more than um, kind of what we imagined when we first started it. So it's you, been Manuel. it's been interesting. Thanks for joining us, Manuel. <laughs> they, I'm the guest. You guys just <laughs> slowly, slowly take me out. <laughs> At least you got the number of weeks right this time. Last last time you mentioned it, you said it was like two months already. I'm like. What? I know, man. Well, time time goes by really slow. It all, it all feels days. like one long week. One long week, exactly. How's your sleep schedule been? Are any any better? Are you getting Are you getting more sleep? Or are you still no, getting more tired? I'm I'm still getting the same sleep just because I'm sleeping later. So and you go to you, bed. So I I mean usually like like twelve thirty. That's and good. That, it's not bad. I mean that's not bad, really? but it's twelve thirty or one, and then. <laughs> it's like one. like a week before we actually get to go back to the office, I'm gonna have to like start sleeping early because it's gonna be hard to get back to that. Right. It's gonna be like school, you know, like like when you're done with summer break, you gotta start school, you gotta get in that routine. Someone's gonna be similar to that. <laughs> right. So like I was telling myself, you know what? Maybe I should like try to work out in the mornings and wake up at, like at six six thirty. I'm like, but then part of and then like most of like 90, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that that's not gonna happen. But I'll give it a try. Maybe next week we'll see how it how it is. Yeah, who, Kevin Hart who, wakes up at six to work out. Who does? Uh, Kevin Hart. Oh yeah, I'll so, I'll yeah. probably join his YouTube show, whatever he has. Oh yeah. What the fit? The workout he did yeah. with uh, David Dobrik. 
Oh yeah, he oh. had one with David Dobrik. He went to like right. LA Galaxy one time. I saw that like the LA Galaxy one's so funny with Emma Chamberlain. Yeah. <laughs> Who, who's that? I don't even know who that is, but she's like a YouTuber. Oh, okay. She's pretty popular, right? Emma Chamberlain. Yeah, when I watched I the, when I watched that video, I'm like, is she just a random girl that she picked up from the <laughs> street? <laughs> <laughs> she has some pretty cool videos. I think I think I've watched a couple of her videos. She's a she, she vlogs, but she does it in like a different way. Uh, and she's, she's I mean, she got a blue up last year. Dobrik David. Yeah, Dobrik David. I've I've actually that's why I haven't been watching shows because I've been watching his. Past vlogs, vlogs? yeah, like, that's what I'm. That's what I. Like I, I only really got into him like the past year, so I've been watching it, watching all, all the more. ones that I haven't seen, and like almost every day I watch like at least ten to twenty. Oh, they're crazy. His, his old ones, his old ones are crazy. Yeah, I'm like, wow. Oh, he did all that. Now. Yeah, it's crazy. That's why I, I don't know. He's insane. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, Please schedule. That's crazy. I, uh, oh yeah, you're gonna say something. No, no, I was just going to say, Arsh, how's your sleep schedule been? Because uh, that one's really for the books. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, I went to bed today at 7.30, and I woke up. I set an alarm for 1.45 p.m. So, 7.30 a.m. Yeah. You went to sleep at 7.30 a.m. Yeah, yeah, 7.30 a.m., and then I woke up at 1.45 p.m. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's a lot. Mean, are you still doing homework, or are you, are you done yeah. with it? Yeah, I'm doing homework. So I'm doing homework. <laughs> he's doing homework all night. He's not doing homework all night. He's out playing Fortnite all night. So are you? Are you actually gonna graduate, Harsh? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm graduating, and then I'm going to college. Oh, well, it depends. If I yeah, get you might have famous to stay home. Summer, I'm done. If you get famous, <laughs> Harsh is all, the entirety of quarantine to be famous on Fortnite. Exactly, it's like five months really. To like, it's like my last straw of having a last celebrity dance. life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no, I don't know, I'm not really. You good guys want to talk else. about the last dance? Might as well. A little bit, yeah. Why not? Why not, Harsh? So, so Harsh and I both, um, we never really got to see the Jordan era. We didn't really get to see Jordan play. Um, oh. So Last Dance really provides a, and you know, uh, a lot of people already probably didn't get to see Jordan play the way other people did, older people. I think the Last Dance really provides a great way, a great um, view into how he was cultivated to be the best basketball player, the best athlete of his time, and he still is probably the best basketball player of all time. And just kind of seeing what drove him and, and how he got, you know, how he picked up his skills and what the Bulls were back in the 90s and how the team was constructed and what the drama surrounding the Bulls were. I mean, if, even if like the smallest drama that they showed in the, in the in the documentary were to happen right now, it would be like a huge news story and it would be covered by everyone. So it's just cool to see like how things get magnified now in sports as opposed to like year, like decades ago where something huge would happen and you know coaches and gms would fight and they would punch each other and that would not really be coaches and gms punching each other yeah i mean like or you know shoving each other no no no. there there have been stories like that i remember with the bulls john paxton uh punched vinny del negro about uh 15 years ago or so at this point right 12 15 years ago and at that time it wasn't a huge story it wasn't like it wasn't a huge story and even like back in this last dance documentary there's a lot of cool like 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 a player like dan here this is a pretty cool one. A player, uh, you know, he's sort of like a, his name's Dennis, Dennis Rodman. I'm sure you've probably heard of him. If you haven't, he's a good basketball player. He also has good relationship with the North Korean dictator. Uh, but that's a whole Dennis. weird story. But he, 
but he uh, himself, like, you know, he was like, they were playing basketball during the season and he was struggling a little bit. And then he literally asked the coach and Michael Jordan that, hey, can I go to Vegas for 48 hours to just drink, party and just, you know, mm. get get crazy and then I'll come back. And like, that's how crazy things were. We're like, can I go back can I go to Vegas just to uh, gamble $10,000 on Reddit? Right. Right. Like, like David Let me explain it. <laughs> right? Dude, he never, I swear, he never fails at that. Like, he's nope. 20, like, he did not ever lost money at Vegas. But anyway, like, Dennis Rodman asked the coach, Phil Jackson, he's like, can I go take a, a little vacation? And then Michael Jordan's like, if you let him take a vacation in Vegas, he's not coming back. And Phil Jackson's like, what if I let you go on a vacation for 48 hours? And Michael Jordan was like, if you let him go on a vacation for 48 hours, he's not going to be back in 48 hours. And the coach let him go on a vacation for 48 hours. And Dennis Rodman didn't come back. And then Dennis Rodman's uh, girlfriend was in the hotel room with him when Michael Jordan walked in, like, get Dennis Rodman to go back on the Bulls. And she had to hide, like, in the closet or something. <laughs> Because Michael Jordan was there trying what? to get Dennis back on the Bulls. Yeah, it was a real story that they made because yeah. Dennis Rodman was going crazy. So they got him back, and then he still played well. But it was like, that was a crazy, cool little thing that, like, right now, and if, it, like, an athlete did, it would be talked about a lot more, which is pretty crazy. But, like, um, what else was I going to say? Shoot. The yeah, documentary is more than sports, though. I feel like, and Harsh, I don't know if you can, maybe you can relate to this, but the documentary is more... Then basketball itself, like even if you don't know basketball that well, if you haven't followed basketball that well, I think the documentary is more about like a group of people and like their goals and what they're trying to achieve and how they get there and the competition they face. Right. So I think in a way, the documentary, even though it is a sports based documentary, there's a lot of cool things that are in there that really could be, you know, could anyone could watch it and pick it up and really find it interesting. So So this is on ESPN? It is on ESPN. ESPN. ESPN Plus. And Disney Plus, and I think I think it's on ESPN's app as well. You can rewatch so it too. So you can kind of like, yeah rewatch it. But I was right, what I was gonna say. I remember what I said uh, the Cubs in 2016 did something similar. Did you hear about that, Mario? No. What Joe what, Madden? What did, did they do? So Theo um, Epstein and Joe Madden were talking because they uh, put Tommy Lestella into the AAA team, which yeah. is like like the not the Cubs, but like they have a AAA team. If you guys didn't know. The Iowa Cubs. Yeah, the Iowa Cubs. And then Joe Madden, because Tommy Lasella said he didn't want to play unless he's on the Cubs. So Joe Madden just said, just take a vacation. Go to go back to your home in New Jersey and just like stay there. You're still on the team, though. It's like a similar thing that he did. That is pretty cool. And the Cubs won the World Series in 2016. So maybe coaches just need to give more vacations to players. <laughs> yeah, Not right. the best players, just the role players. Can we get a vacation, Monio? Well, you guys are all good players. You guys are all necessary team players. We gave we, we gave the vacations to the guests. <laughs> That's why so we're, the, the core is here today. <laughs> no vacations for us. Harsh took a vacation last week. Now we can't have any more vacations. What? Uh, Harsh uh-huh. took the one we had for the whole year. What did you for everyone? Wow, do you guys hear this? We're in North Korea right now. No, no, no. It's crazy. Uh, but no, but the, but the documentary is good. So every Sunday, they release two episodes. There are a total of 10 episodes. So there have been a total of four episodes that they've shown as of uh, as of this. And I think this weekend, this Sunday, they're going to do five and six. And then, you know, it's seven and eight and then nine and ten. Oh, there's ten episodes? Yeah. Each one's an hour long, I believe. Yeah. So it's a, it's, it's a huge documentary. Sunday? 
It's what? Is it two per Sunday? Yep, two per Sunday. Yep, it starts at, I think, 8 Central. Uh, so two per Sunday. And then uh, that's how it goes. Yeah, so it, it was actually originally scheduled to be released in June after the actual NBA season. But due to the coronavirus hitting and everything being shut down, people started doing petitions and people started writing to ESPN because ESPN did this teaser trailer like on January 1st of 2020 that, hey, we're going to release this documentary about Michael Jordan. It's unseen footage. It's the whole last year you get to see behind, you know, behind the scenes, you get to see all these, you know, Barack Obama's in it, like all the coaches, all the GMs, like everyone you could possibly think of is there to interview, uh, to, yeah. to talk about the documentary. So it was this big thing. ESPN hyped it up and they released the trailer on January 1st and everyone was so excited for it. But the release date was in June after the NBA season. But with the quarantine happening and there's a lot, there were a lot of petitions and people were calling out that, hey, ESPN, if you have it ready, just, you know, kind of... Uh, show it right now i mean and 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 you know they would get a lot of viewers and they would get a lot more attention so then espn did do that you know they they did they released a schedule that two episodes per sunday starting i believe it was middle of april so there's been two sundays out of now there will be third one this this weekend and the numbers have been really good i mean i think it's the most watched event in espn history like every sunday yeah, they no get the most yeah no one else yeah. Is doing it feels anything. like Game Honestly, of Thrones. yeah it's like everyone's tuning in for this one show uh, and everyone's like, like it almost feels like we're in the back in the olden days where everyone's just watching Sunday night for that one show that everyone's gonna talk about on Monday. So it feels, it feels sort of like we're going back in time. Yeah, but it's always weird. It, 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 what's funny is that it's weird because, um, uh, what was I gonna say? It's weird because there are commercials, and we're so used to not having commercials right now because we're just on Netflix and we're on Amazon Prime or Hulu. Uh, well, if you're cool with commercials, then maybe you see ads. But it's weird to see like actual ads on TV because I just haven't seen TV in such a long, <gasps> such a long time. Got choked up there talking about yeah, the last game. Yeah, I was like, you okay? All right, guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Got but wait, I guess if we're gonna move on, I gotta ask Dan a question. Dan, how do you feel about they might never release the new Fast and Furious movie in theaters, AMC at least? Uh, well, that we heard that. Yeah, I saw, I saw that because of the was it the Trolls movie? Yeah, the Trolls movie might change Hollywood forever. That's yeah. so crazy to think about. The but Trolls it's movie. movie. It's only AMC. What happened? All right, so uh, let me just explain this to Monial, I guess. Monial, uh, AMC, so Universal decided to release the Trolls movie instead of delaying it, but they, they released it for people to rent at home, right? right? And AMC and, like, Regal and all the movie, like, cinema places are scared of that because... If, if, they were, if Universal was like, all right, we're going to put the new James Bond movie out right now for people to watch at home if they rent it, they'd make a lot of money off doing that. So Trolls did that with Universal, and they made, I don't even know if they made a lot of money, but like AMC was like, wow, like then we're not going to show any Universal movies in AMC theaters ever again, which is like the yeah. big titles like Fast and Furious and like James Bond and stuff like That's that. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised Trolls actually did pretty well. Uh, yeah, like through... people bought the movie. I'm like That's twenty dollars. Uh, like even though like it makes sense like if you watch it with your family or with fa- friends, but twenty dollars a lot. It's kind of it's a lot. Rent. If, if they did that for Fast and Furious, so many people would buy it. Oh, I, I okay, I would. Exactly. <laughs> I would. I'm not saying I'm saying like for James Bond and stuff, like people would buy that. But the fact that Trolls did that and it worked out, yeah, and AMC exactly. got so scared of that that like, they're like exactly if banning, Trolls can banning make that, Universal movies. If Trolls can do that, right. of course then James Bond and Fast and Furious are gonna do it. Exactly. There's nothing else that's going on. People. Will, that's why like people people are like scared that Hollywood might change forever with this. 
Like a lot of things. Like there's no more buffets in the world anymore. Like, it's all crazy. <laughs> whoa, 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 wait, what? There's no more buff- there's no more buffets in the world, and that's what's there the craziest part. No more Golden Corral. <laughs> yeah, no more Golden, Golden Corral. Corral might be, Golden Corral will be the highest impacted business yep, out yeah. of all of this. <laughs> Yeah, no more, no more, no buffet. more buffets. I'm, I'm a big fan of buffets, to be honest. You like what? buffets? Like, there's some good buffets. Like, not just like any buffet, but there are some good ones that, I mean, yeah. you get your money's worth for sure. I can, I, I understand little... how it's not like super sanitary, but you know, yeah. it's like matter, not everything in life is sanitary. <laughs> well, now it will be. After when I this. went to Cancun. They had a buffet style for some meals. I mean, you didn't have to get the buffet. You could get, like, a menu and, like, order. But, I mean, it was good having the option of just going up and picking whatever you wanted. Are you a fan of buffets for lunch or for dinner? I mean, anytime. <laughs> and then, like, I mean, breakfast, how, bring it on. <laughs> even for school, like, in the cafeteria, like, in college, yeah. like, it's almost buffet style. That, for that's at least a salad bar and stuff like that. Um, no, of course. The, I mean, I, I think dining rooms are almost like buffets. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. I mean, for the main entree, like, they, they would have the lunch ladies serve you, but, like, oh, okay. at least, like, for pizza and, like, burgers, like, you would pick your own stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's so, I mean, every, see, every morning. When in school? No, I, I, I've, yeah. never, I've never been a breakfast guy. You know, you know I don't no, wake I, up. I know. <laughs> I know. But, but did you wake up early just to get it in college? No, I mean, there would be sometimes, like, I would I would have to be intentional about it. And, like, I would have to, like, meet up with someone, like, like yeah. schedule something with someone in the morning. And then it actually put my alarm, like, at least five alarms to wake up. <laughs> like, breakfast was good because I would get, like, an omelet. Like, their omelet bar was so good. So, it was, like, yeah. the best thing. So, it was worth it when I, when I did it, but didn't do it out every day <laughs> maybe like once or twice <laughs> a semester <laughs> not enough not enough to uh to, <laughs> to make it worth it <laughs> okay i see but buffets are interesting yeah that's that's an industry no one really talks about the buffet industry might once and for all just close down after this it is yeah. it is gonna close down it's done so done so but yeah man i i hope they release more movies though i really do because i feel like i would rent out movies like that if they're like worth it, like you know, like the, the James Bond movie, or like maybe. But AMC you know, won't show their movies, which is probably bad the, on AMC's part. <laughs> they, they, I'm they, sure they scare them. I'm sure it's it. I'm sure it's all business tactics right now. There's like no way AMC would say no to showing movies. I mean, that's their business. That's like saying right. that no, I don't want to sell like, them tacos, so they don't like, like I don't want to sell tacos. But he was like, yeah, this is no kind of threat. Like we were being serious. So I don't but, know. Are they, is he going to keep his word? Yeah, AMC said that they're, they're losing a lot of money right now. Well, yeah, but if money. they do this, then this is like a long-term loss. Where movies yeah, are all going to be at home. Yeah. I mean, no, I, don't, I, I still think movie theaters will still be there. Like, maybe others will take over for AMC, like Regal Cinemas or like... I think, what's the other one? Cinemax or whatever. You know, there's, I think, a couple other ones too. AMC is really big. That I don't think they're going to go down. I hope not. Yeah, if uh, AMC goes down, everyone else follows. <laughs> All the movie theaters are shut down. <laughs> yeah. One by one. <laughs> we and just and all then, have to I, I think theater help. what they're going to do with the movie theaters, they're going to make it more fancy. You know, like the iPick in, in South 
and having a safe or whatever. I don't know if you've heard of the IPIC. So yeah, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna space out the seats more and they're gonna have like oh yeah actual meals there and <laughs> right like so I think it's gonna be more fancy, but it's also gonna be more pricey. So yeah, it's not gonna be for everyone. Man. Did you guys hear that Georgia has like a thousand more cases of yeah, coronavirus? They open or something? Yeah, they opened. <laughs> that yeah. is funny. That is. It's. I don't know what's happening with the country, Dan. Do you have any idea? It's not the country. It's the world. It's the world. It's yeah. The world. I guess we're focused on in the U.S. as to what's going to happen as opposed to the world. But what do you yeah. think? No. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Sorry. I mean, it's there's nothing to say. There's nothing for us to say. You know what? We should move on. We should move on to an article that you have, Dan, for us. Let's bring us. Let's take us off this topic. Let's all right. Bring us to all right. I have a a good, fun one. So we all we all are fans of free food, right? Yeah. It depends what kind of. Food. I don't. Know, but do you guys do you like do you guys like Wendy's or have you had Wendy's before? I yeah. like Wendy's. I like their fries. Fries are good. Their frosty's good. The frosty's good for sure. So yeah, this past week, I believe it was this past week. Wendy's had a promotion where they give, they were giving away free chicken nuggets um, to help out communities during the coronavirus pandemic. But this one man in Oregon apparently heard about the promotion and decided to make the most of it. So I have a tweet of this guy and his name or his tw- tw- Twitter handle, whatever you call it. Yeah, uh, it's it's squeezy, squeezy jib, squeezy jibs, squeezy jibs. Yeah, he, here's what he said in his tweet. So he said, and I quote, "Times is tough. So when I heard Wendy's was giving out free four-piece nugs today, I knew I had to hustle." Running emoji. I hit every dang Wendy's twice within 17 miles across two states. Car emoji. It took five hours, but now we eating free for a week. What it do? And then he posts a picture of all the chicken nuggets he collected, and then a map of the road trip that he took in the Portland area. Mm-hmm. This guy was hustling. He had a bunch of chicken nuggets. He went for it. He went to different restaurants this guy must love chicken nuggets or he just needed free food yeah I, is it, that something it, that you guys what would does he do? love more like yeah. let's say let's say some restaurant was giving either wings or whatever you like would you go to different restaurants to get the free food oh probably man one that's time. A i wouldn't go to other like, restaurants yeah probably like once or maybe twice if it was something that i really liked i mean doing like a full-on five hour like <laughs> like a five yeah, hour five master. hours road trip yeah just just for that that sounds a little too intense for me i feel I like just, at that point really are you just weak. are you just spending more money on gas and just you're you just could you be <laughs> utilizing your time doing something more oh that's true like he's probably spending more money on gas than the what the chicken nuggets are worth yeah, he could get a good meal every week, and it still wouldn't be, you know, like it wouldn't, I don't think Wendy's chicken nuggets are that expensive. Where you need to I like think for four, you can probably get it for a dollar or something. Yeah, probably even less. It's uh oh man, yeah, it, this sounds like a very bad economical idea. Well, I mean, his name, this squeezy jibs guy, I don't think he knows about economics, bro. Yeah, squeezy jibs is more. He's living he the experience. Wind. Well, the gas is cheap right now, so it's only that oh, we would wait. Deal. Oh yeah, no! So I just saw his picture, like, yeah. <laughs> and I think he's using 
some Hanes underwear as a mask. He has that oh, like man. around his neck. <laughs> I'm like, what's up with his squeezy chips? Oh man, I wish you guys can see that. I'll, I'll send it to you guys, but oh man, squeezy chips. Look it up on squeezy Twitter. Gyps. Let me let me send a take a picture and I'll send it to you guys. But I'll send it to you later. But this, yeah, this article was just like, wow. That's I wanna, crazy. I don't know if I want to meet up with this guy or. Yeah, is he is he a hero or is he a, a a loser here in this situation? I mean, I like nuggets. I like the spicy nuggets, but he didn't get any of the spicy nuggets. He has the plain ones, so I don't think he's a hero. Okay, and no loser in my book. <laughs> loser in your book. He got the <laughs> L, right? He didn't he didn't really get the W. No, he got the L for sure. He 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 got the W for Wendy's, but the L for <laughs> <laughs> he got a W, but just not the win. <laughs> no. That's a good one. That's a good one. He took the L home. They should just they should just put the uh, the the letter L in his Wendy's bag every time he came through. <laughs> That's right. not a good decision. No. But quarantine makes people right. crazy. Oh, I have some Elon Musk tweets. Ooh. Oh. Verified Elon Musk tweets. He said Tesla stock prices is too high in my opinion. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, he himself said that the prices are too high. Is that? And then he also said free America now, two days ago. He said free America? Yeah, he said free America now. Is he making those, um, whatever he was going to promise? Like ventilators? No. Yeah, Yeah, not that I'm aware of. Do you think he is? I don't know. He said he was going to help out people, but... Bane, it was just all talk. Yeah, it seems like it, man. It seems like it was just all talk. But yeah, his, his tweets were crazy. I don't know, man. Every, I feel like everyone's going crazy at this point. They, I think we, we've gotten to the point where no one knows what's the what's the right approach, right? Everyone's just trying to figure out what's going to stick to the wall and then do it that way. But there's no clear indication. It's just also confusing, too. Yeah. This is... It just... You know, I, I don't, I, I've tried to limit my news uh, intake, right? Not, don't try to do too much. But at the same time, it, it's kind of, um, it's kind of interesting because there's just, there's just no, like sometimes it seems like there's no end and sometimes it seems like, well, it seems like everything's opening back up, but it doesn't seem like the right thing to do. Um, so it's interesting. But I have a question for you guys, if you guys want to answer it. Um, no. And, uh, you know, give this one a thought, okay? I, I know it may seem like a very typical, like, well, who's your favorite artist question, but think about this one, okay? Well, you so which told artist... beforehand. What? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be just dead air Yeah. Uh, in the middle of the podcast. Put, put the uh, Jeopardy okay, song. Put the Jeopardy song on the game, game show. All right, the <laughs> question is, which, which artist's voice memo would you like to listen to for one day only? And the, uh, I guess the, the stipulation here is that um, when you listen to it, the song cannot be turned into a real song. So Ooh. you can listen to, like, the no, voice memo of it. Come on. One if person? It's one artist. Or, yeah, like, you have one day to listen to their voice memos, right? But if you listen to the voice memo completely, you cannot, you know, that song will never come what out if, to everyone else so what if the voice memo is already was already made into a song but hasn't been released yet no yeah, exactly it, it, it won't get released if you hear what? it the song 
get released. Yeah. So would you? Which artist would you do that for? Even if it was already only for one knowledge? day. Yeah. For okay. One. I'll, uh, I'll listen. What? to Tame Impala. Right, right. <laughs> music can never come out. <laughs> no, I guess I, I guess let me let me rephrase it, okay? You can either listen to an artist's voice memo for one day, like all of his all of their voice memos, all the future songs, maybe some old ones that never got released, or or you listen to it for five seconds, but you get to hear the you know the the song itself. So you so you get the voice memo. You can either listen to the whole voice memo for a day or a week. Or you can only listen to the first five seconds of it. Wait, wait, wait. So if I can what? listen to the Why whole... Why would you only listen to the first five seconds of it? The first five yeah, seconds so... of a song are never, like, good. And then it's the intro. <laughs> I'm sick. I'm trying to make this difficult for you guys. Like, which wait, wait, one would you go for? So if you're listening for the voice now for a day, it's yeah. not going to be released. It's uh, Let's just say a week. You, you have a week with it. But it won't be released. It'll only be... All right, it, but here's only the thing. What if... Okay, but, like, let's say I didn't want to because I'm patient when it comes to music, so, like, I'll just listen to it whenever it drops. I'll listen to the five seconds. Then. Right. But, yeah. But you get an, you know, songs in the voice memo that the artist will never release. So you get to have the unreleased footage or the unreleased songs as well, like songs that might never make the like, – you know, people might never hear it. Yeah, but what's well, the point if, if I – if, Okay, but here's the thing. If an artist doesn't want to release their music, it's probably because it's really bad. No artist makes good music to not put it out eventually. Well, I mean, it could be a little bit different, right? Maybe artists change up their style, so they don't want to, you know, put out their old stylistic music. Or sometimes they might not get the right sample. Like they might, they might not be able to release the sample, right? They might not be able to get enough people to. Here's the thing, though. If I get to listen to it for a week, like, what's the point? Because I'm not gonna get to listen to it more if I actually like it. Right. No one else gonna listen to it. It's not like I can keep it and share it with other people. Oh, I didn't really this think is a very logical. skewed. This is a skewed, skewed question. Probably. I know what, what you were trying to do. Please tell me, enlighten me. What was I trying to do there? <laughs> I mean, you basically want us to say who our favorite artist is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, okay. I guess we'll just keep it as simple as this. If you, which artist would you pick? To listen to voice memos for only for an hour. You only have an hour with their phone. Um, but and which artist would it be? And then it will. And then and and I mean, like they give you their phone. They're like, here's an hour with my phone. I think listen you should to say, voice you say an hour of sneak peek. Like it's still gonna get released. But okay, you if I was on if I was on my favorite artist phone, I'd go on social media and post about follow me, like my actual account. I wouldn't go on. Yeah, no, no, no. Let's not let's not get too complicated. You only have access to the voice memos app. That's the only access you have. But then it'll never get released to the public? No, no, it will. It will. Okay, I so if, if we get a sneak peek, then you mean... So who's our favorite artist that we want to listen to music early? Just say <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you guys. So you guys I, I, I already know, like, Craig's going to release something this year, so I'm going to say Kendrick Lamar because I don't know when he's going to release yeah, it. Yeah, Kendrick That's or, like, J. Cole with... or, like, Travis. Yeah, I'd say, uh, I'd say those as well. You know, but Dan, have you ever seen the Travis Scott documentary? Oh, no. Dan needs to watch the Travis Scott documentary. He really does. You, uh, yeah. well, no. First, watch Outer Banks. I think you're gonna like you're gonna like Outer Banks more. But you should also watch the documentary. The documentary is a good like week watch. Like you know how? You, did you ever have Tim Holland like, in there? Yeah, Kevin Parker, Tim Holland's in there because he made one of the songs for Astro World. Hey, you showed me the video when I went. Oh, oh yeah, I oh, did. Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> if there's anything Tim Holland would do, he'll be honored to show me the video. 
Well, I got the question for this idea. You guys want to know how I got the question for this, or how I got the idea for this question? I was listening to yeah. a podcast that, oh, Tame, wow. that Kevin Parker did with Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin, of course, has mixed songs for Kanye West, Red Hot Chili Peppers. He's a very, very, yeah, he, he's very popular in the music industry. Oh, right? I'd Everyone. probably do Kanye for that question, by the way, but okay. Yeah. So, so basically, in that one, he played one of his voice memos, and it sounded so good. But I don't know if he's ever going to release it because he said that, you know, I record all these voice memos and sometimes I just don't even like like within matter of like hours after I record it, I don't I just don't go and like work on it. Right. And there's, he just said I have like a bunch of voice memos and some of them don't even make it to like me recording anything. It's just like me humming or me, uh, you know, just singing a lyric and that's it. And that that, that ne- really never makes it across. So I was like, I thought it would be cool to like listen to an artist's voice memos, even though they might not release the songs. But it would be cool to listen to it because he like this thing on his phone and it sounded so good and I hope he would ever release it. But I don't I just don't know if that's possible. So I just I just wondered as like fans, like if we ever got that opportunity, like how cool would that be? Like because an artist may think it's not good song for you. Yeah. All right. Let's say there's this you could pick an artist and they will you will get a feature in their song. Right. But they'll help you and you sit there with them in the studio and they will help you with your vocals and make it who that artist be. Because I so want to rhythm say, and flow. Is... <laughs> yeah, rhythm yeah, and flow. They're just there. But like, here's the thing. You know, you have to like look at yourself. Like, can I rap? Like, I don't think Money Luck can rap. So I think you just hand pollen because I feel like you just hand pollen. But it's like, well, would you <laughs> yeah. do that? Because like, would you want your voice out there and in a feature oh, with your favorite oh. artist? I think I would want a feature with the Water Park G. And he'd I help think, you with it all. I think we could have a similar style that would fit in. I don't have a verse yet, but <laughs> but uh, I'll make one up if I if I had the opportunity. That's crazy. That's interesting. That's a good question, actually, because like, I don't think like, I would what, to sit in a studio with someone like that. It's kind of crazy. Really, you wouldn't want to do that. Why wouldn't you want to do Impala? Because you well, necessarily have to be a good be, singer. Yeah, because what he does I, is he matches the sound of the music to your voice. So he could let's say he'd produce it for you too. Yeah. I think I think I think <laughs> I think Timmy Impala is gonna listen to um, Monil's voice and what he's gonna do he's gonna have a track and it's all gonna be silence. He's like, yeah, I need it to match Monil's voice because it was so bad. <laughs> oh man, I actually I actually sang the Borderline song uh, to uh, to uh, like just, just just myself like I was singing to it and I was like, wow, maybe I can do this. And it was weird because I had that playing in my background in my in my headphones. I was like, this sounds oh, so that's good. Why like, you're when you were thinking, <laughs> like, what was it? Because you hear fields? his voice. <laughs> Borderline. Singing in the fields or whatever that song was called. Oh, for that YouTube video. yeah, yeah. The, the Katy Perry song, right? Yeah. The fields one. Yeah, I was really bad. See, I don't think I'm a good singer. I think, I think, we, so I know we have tried video. We've tried podcasts. I think that one of the things I've never tried is music because I know I'm not good at singing. Well, and I know I'm not good at writing lyrics. You, you always wanted to, Dan. I know you were very musically inspired. I, I just haven't had the inspiration to sit down and write lyrics. Like I think that's. I tough. wouldn't want to do like yeah. I couldn't do lyrics or like singing, but like production of music is what I'd like. Putting like beats together, instruments together, you know, seeing how that would be. We should start a band. Dan's a lyric lyricalist. All right, what are you gonna do? I'll do the yeah, music, beats and the. Uh, in the production 
And oh, it's Neil can set up the microphones and. <laughs> yeah, I'm what would you do, Monio? Would, would you want to do anything with music? Can you play an instrument, Monio? Can you play a guitar or? I want to play the guitar. You can learn. I play the you recorder. Monio, you should buy a guitar because we're doing nothing in quarantine and buy an acoustic guitar because it's easier to learn and then just learn it. You're right. I should learn what the guitar. Do? Do? The piano. I can play the keys. Can you play the piano? I mean, I, I can play. Enter to piano class in college, so I can probably pick it back up. I can That's play the clarinet and the saxophone. I can play the trumpet and the recorder. <laughs> <laughs> the trumpet and the recorder. Look at that. We're just coming up with. We. This is a band. We a saxophone, a... clarinet, and trumpet recorder band. <laughs> this is gonna be a bad band. There's a guitar <laughs> for forty-five bucks on uh, on on uh, uh, Amazon. Amazon. Do it. Learn guitar. I have an electric guitar that I never learned to play. I Wait, feel like you have an cool. electric guitar? Yep. I, I remember I bought it, I think, like, maybe, like, in high school. And, Monio, yeah. Monio, buy it off of Dan. Buy the guitar off of Dan right borrow now. Borrow it. Boom. I'm not going to sell it. You can borrow it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yo, no, Dan, <laughs> make money off of him. You got to make money off of him. I want to keep my guitar. It's like a, it, it looks, it, It's nice to look at once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> right. I had no clue you had a guitar, Dan. I just yeah, had no nice... idea about. And it's electric. Oh, you should you should send me a picture of it. I had no clue. Yeah, I'll send you a picture. It's like one of those. One of like of... the coolest. Like I'm saying, when you should buy a guitar, like one of the coolest things about like in life in general is just getting good at something. The process of getting good at something is like the most rewarding thing in the world. Like getting good at FIFA, right, Dan? When you were like in high school, but now was like, the best thing. In my prime, that was it felt so good. But now it feels so bad because I'm so, now so you bad. Hate it. You wash? You feel it? It is like the retirement party. My prime, FIFA. I would say, is like freshman year of college. Like that was. Do like, you get <laughs> slower at video games? I I think that's true. Like I think little kids, like 14, 15 year olds, they're so like that's like the they're so fast at like movements and stuff. And you can get slower as time goes on in video games. Yeah. We yeah. can't react as fast. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, right. our reaction. Special moves. I'm like, wow, how can you pull that off? <laughs> so I'm more of a simple player. Like, I'm, I'm, I can pass. I can cross. But I, I'm not good with all that fancy stuff. Is, is that why I was losing to Harsh? Huh? I don't do any fancy stuff. I just use the fastest player in killing Mbappe against Dan. I hate when I play against PSG or Liverpool because PSG is super fast. And then yeah, they Liverpool, are. like their defense is super tough to get across. Oh, and the then, defense is good. Yeah, because I mean they have Van Dyke. Van Dyke is like a monster. He is a monster. That's true. Wow. Look at this. We're learning so much about ourselves on the 48th episode. This is this <laughs> why this podcast is the best. <laughs> it only took 48 episodes. <laughs> it only took 48, 48 episodes. episodes All right. Yeah, Dan had you guys the guitar. <laughs> you guys want to move on to this Reddit uh, relationship advice that I found? We, we've been getting some good ones, man. I think the last couple ones have been really good. I think this one might might top it all. This one's kind of funny and it's kind of serious too. But uh, I'll uh, just to give everyone an idea. For the past couple of episodes, we've started a new segment where we gather around and give relationship advice to people looking for yeah. advice on uh, on Reddit, and oh. it has been pretty successful. What's it's it called, called relationship Dan? Relationship advice with Dr. Love. Relationship advice with Dr. Love. And who's Dr. Love? The one and only Harsh Patel. Wait, there what? Let's talk about Dan. <laughs> <laughs> no. Dan was was on Dr. Love last week because you weren't here, so. You had to yeah. carry? Was it okay? Yeah, I had to carry it. Just like Jason had to carry us when he was. The host. Oh. No. 
Yeah, exactly. All right. So this one is uh, me, a female, 23 years old, and my significant other, male, 26 year old, never compliments my cooking. So this is from the female's perspective in the relationship. She's oh. 23 years old. She's 23 years old, and the boyfriend uh, and her significant other boyfriend is 26 year old male, right? And uh, the topic is that he never compliments my cooking. Well, it's probably okay? pretty bad. Well, it, it, that's yeah, the twist, Dan. That's the twist. That's the twist, Dan. You you guys underestimate me. All right. You guys ready for it? It's actually a pretty short story, so should be good. All right. All right. So first, I just want to start, start this off saying that I know this may seem trivial to some of you, but some background on me is that my family and culture I come from really values good food and the ability to cook, especially for women. But still... I don't know. I, I don't know. The names are screen names, but maybe you maybe we can decide that after this one. Okay? Well, what's the screen name? Because I feel like a lot of times you can kind oh of... Oh, my tell. God. The screen name is Curious Banana 186. Does uh, that give away anything? That doesn't sound Mexican. It does. Yeah, it seems like a very ethnic background. It seems like she has a very ethnic background, right? Because she, she, like, her culture values cooking. All right, I'll continue with the story. Another disclaimer is that I know some people may be tempted to say that maybe I'm actually a bad cook. I'm not trying to be self-boasting at all, but I'm a very good cook. Everyone loves my food, and I, and, and I won I'm several cooking cook. competitions. Well, are, are people being nice to? Oh, she's won cooking competitions. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's there. like okay. Well, if the guy knows that, then it's like complimenting someone for something stupid. You don't yeah. go up to a basketball player and say you're good at basketball. I almost won a cooking competition at school, at college. Really? It, but it was a friend's competition it wasn't anything professional oh, okay. <laughs> here's the thing Manila, you don't go up to gordon gordon ramsay and say he's a good cook he knows he's a good cook so maybe because this girl's won a bunch of cooking competitions the guy's like i don't need to compliment her on what she knows she's good at yeah probably maybe maybe right. but okay Did you go up to ronaldo uh, and uh, basketball or soccer player he knows that he's good he knows that but i think he would still like it though okay <laughs> true let me let me finish this out. I think we're getting a little con- a little off track. All right. Another disclaimer. I'll say that sentence again. Another disclaimer is that I know some people may be tempted to say that maybe I'm actually a bad cook. I'm not trying to be self-boasting at all, but I'm a very good cook. Everyone loves my food, and I've won several cooking competitions. I'm not a professional chef, but I do have training. Okay, so she does have training. Anyway, I've been with my boyfriend for over a year now, and we're very serious. Engagement is around the corner. We love each other very much, and for the most part, our relationship is great. Just minor couple disagreements from time to time. However, my boyfriend never compliments my food. I cater to him big time, always asking what meals he wants. I've learned his likes and his dislikes, and always planned meals I think he would love. I serve him, I serve him his plate, and he eats the whole plate and never says a word if it's good or not. If I ask him if he liked it, he simply responds with, yeah, it was good, thanks. But that's it. No real emotion or gratitude or any kind of praise. I know it may seem like I'm wanting a pat on the back, but damn it, when you spend hours in the kitchen preparing meals every day, some emotions about the food would be nice. We have been quarantined uh, together for the last three weeks. So I've cooked every meal. Single it's meal. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We, we have been quarantined together the last three weeks and I've cooked every single meal. Today I spent five hours making marinara sauce and meatballs to serve five with spaghetti. I, I know, I don't know what she's Jesus, making. Five and, and, hours. And after, well, she's just bored because they're in quarantine. Hold on, hold she, on. All right. Let me finish. And after I served him his plate, it was silence for the whole meal. I refused to ask him how it was because I knew I would 
just get upset. I guess the advice I'm asking for is how do I get him to be more appreciative of me? I've told him time and time again that it hurts my feelings when he doesn't compliment my cooking and that I wish he would express his emotions more. He says sorry and then he likes and then he liked the meal, but his behavior never changes. What do I do? I feel like I've talked to him about it so many times that he just doesn't care and will never change. I know I'm ranting and this may seem so trivial, but it matters to me. Um, and by the way, she is a law student. She is currently a law student, and she also does cooking and all that stuff. Does the law student part matter? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I was just saying, you know. But uh, what advice would you give her, you know? Um, here's the thing. What, another tidbit that she mentions is that he's not super appreciative about other household chores, but for some reason that doesn't bother me. I guess I don't care that he doesn't verbally appreciate me doing the laundry. I truly don't mind doing the household chores, but for some reason I want his compliments about cooking specifically. I will say he does plenty around the house too, more yard work, repair focus, so maybe I just put too much stock in getting compliments from him about cooking. So he does do other stuff in the house. It's just he doesn't compliment the cooking, which to her is a big deal, and she has expressed that emotion. I thought this was kind of a funny one because I've, I don't think I've ever heard a, a relationship advice center around such a trivial matter. But to her, it matters because like I think she comes from that background where cooking is a big deal. And she spent five hours making marinara sauce, meatballs, and spaghetti. It must be some sort of a Wait, meal. So if are, they, are they married or just dating? They're dating, but their engagement is around the corner. That's what they, they say. Are so they are living, living together, basically. It seems like it. Yeah, yeah. So it, it sounds like a pretty serious issue. Thing. Yeah, I mean, if you if you think about it, like on a surface level, it seems like oh, it's just the cooking. But I mean, if you really dig down, it's probably a little bit more than that. Yeah. So I mean, they're deep into the relationship that it's not easy to just tell her to <laughs> give up because. If it was just like, oh, yeah, it's my boyfriend, and um, I see him once in a while, but they're living together, so that makes it different. So it kind of makes it harder. Um, yeah. I think they need to have another talk. And I don't yeah. know about you guys, but I'm sure you've heard about the love languages. It sounds like yes. for this girl, she is more of a words of affirmation kind of girl. So yeah. I think the guy needs to learn how to demonstrate that. So... He needs to be more appreciative. Like, I understand how he might, and maybe in his mind, he's like, oh, I'm so grateful that she's doing this, but she, but yeah, he's just not saying yeah, it saying, vocally. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. sometimes in relationships, we have to grow and, like, understand that we got to do things that are maybe not what we normally do, just so that we can make the other person feel better. So I don't know what I would tell her exactly, but I know that that's something that they both need to have a talk and communicate so communication is key like i know harsh mentioned it one time so they need to make sure that they talk about it what would you say (laughs) (laughs) me yeah you're dr love all right no dan is he's he explained it better than me i think they should talk about it yeah they they talk about it it'll be a lot better and they'll figure it all out. <laughs> all right. These are I, weird because it's so like small, it's such small things, you know. But yeah. it could be a big thing. It could, like, I can yeah. see it being a big thing. Yeah, it, it can turn into something bigger. Yeah. 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 What would you say, Manu? All right. So I think what he should, what she should do is she should have him make meals, <laughs> have him cook for her. 
right? So that way he understands how much effort gets put into it, right? That, that, that way he understands that, oh my God, this takes a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. You got to plan it. You got to cook it. You got to do it the right way. If you're health conscious, then I, it seems like she does a lot of cooking. So she like, I'm sure she does very health conscious stuff. But I feel like, um, Wait, you know, are, that, we, are we sure that this guy is not squeezy jibs? Maybe he <laughs> went to get the chicken nuggets. So, because you know the girl was like, I'm not going to cook for you for a week. So you better find a way to eat. And he went like, you know okay, what, yeah. went and get all this chicken nuggets. That's a great point. You know what? This might be squeezy jibs girlfriend right here. <laughs> Yeah, squeezy jibs, you got to step it up and be appreciative of your girl's cookie, cooking. Oh, my God. Squeezy jibs, that's what it is. That's the guy. That's why he's going around Portland. Now I get why he spent all that gas and five hours of road tripping just to get food. <laughs> because his girlfriend stopped making food for him. Yeah. There you go. Now I get it. No, but I think I think I think the best way to come if she's ever if she's listening to this. Hey, Curious Banana 186 or 180. Yeah, 186. I got it right. Wasn't it? Wasn't even looking, but you should have your boyfriend make food for you for a week. Do it for a week, you know, not not a long time. For a week, for an entire week, have him make all the meals. And he cannot do carry out. He has to make it. Maybe, yeah, you know what? If it's grilled cheese, then it's grilled cheese. But have him make food for you, just to kind of have him do it. And and I also feel like when it comes to chores, when it between a relationship, and I'm not been in like that kind of relationship, but maybe Dan, you can you can help me out here. That you know, <laughs> well maybe you know. Like, and if it makes sense, it, anyone can answer this. But, like, maybe you should split it. Maybe you should not be the one cooking all the time, right? If yeah, you think it's not being appreciated, maybe you should, you know, have it where it's like, hey, maybe I don't cook this week. Maybe I have other things to do. Maybe you can cook. Or maybe you can help me out cooking, right? It seems like she's doing all the work. Maybe if he's helping her out, even that's uh, good enough to, like, have him understand that how much work goes into it. Because I think the appreciation she's looking for is that, hey, this is really good. Or, hey, I appreciate you making this. Uh, and I know it takes a lot of time. And if you think about it, it's a very small deed, right? We all say thank you all, every day, but for some people, it, it means a lot more than other people. And I think, uh, you know, when you, it's almost kind of the, it's almost like that, that thing where it's like, if you're not in their shoes, then you don't know the work that goes into it. Maybe in this case, if he hasn't shown, if it's been over a year and he still hasn't shown appreciation the way you would like it, maybe have him do some of the task and, and see if what he feels about it. Right. Yeah. Yes, so sir. any other advice for this one? You guys feel good about this when you guys do? You guys feel we saved another relationship? Yeah, we're gonna save it. Oh, most go. likely. Most likely, we've been saving relationships ever since we did this. This might be what we should do. Hmm. All right. Okay. So now we should move on to our most uh, old, I think the oldest segment that we have, that is recommendations. But, I mean, I think this recommendation might be a little bit longer because we have the Drake album to talk about, which I don't know, Dan, if you listen to it yet or not, or oh, if you haven't part of it, but not enough to give a review. Okay, maybe we can talk about a couple of songs because I didn't listen to the full album. I know Harsh. Uh, Harsh, I believe you did listen to it, right? Uh, maybe partly? Um, partly. Partly? Good. We all have listened to it partly. Maybe Dan listened to the first three songs. I did the other three. <laughs> Harsh did the last three. And together we'll come up with a review for it. Uh, but this, uh, I guess, Dan, what, what's your initial thoughts of the album? Like, I know you listened to a couple of songs, and I did too. And some songs are really good. I like the first one, Deep Pockets. That one's really good. But That's um, one what do you I think? Can recall, cause I, I, was, I mean, I was just listening to it, but while working, so working. I didn't pay attention. Yeah. So can't give any thoughts i mean i'm sure it was good but yeah 
Harsh, do you, Harsh, I feel like you have more thoughts on this, right? The Playboy Cardi song and, and a couple of the songs that were rumored for a long time. By the way, Dan, you should listen to a Chicago Freestyle. That's a really good song. On the Who's album. Or... Okay. Who's yeah, yeah. Gideon? I don't know, but he is like <laughs> Gideon. What, what, what is that term? Gideon. I remember that name from somewhere. Oh, it was from Gideon. a show. Never mind. Gideon just sounds like a fun name. But he, uh, I don't think it's Gideon. I don't know if you pronounce it right. It's but Gideon. he just has like the Gideon hook. Or Gideon. Yeah, he, he only has the hook in that song. Drake like, does most of the rapping. It's a good song, actually. I really like it. I think you'll like it, too. But, uh, yeah, Harsh, do you want to talk a little bit more about the album just from the anticipation perspective and just what it means? Because, again, just to give everyone an idea, this is not Drake's album. Drake said in his Instagram that this is a collection of songs. Throwaway music. With, yeah, throwaway music, basically, that he's been collecting that almost so is kind of like a side of an album. Yeah, it's yeah, like exactly. voice memos. It's literally, a it's, voice a voice, memo. it's literally voice memos, but with other artists, and there's some good songs. But he said he's going to release this album this summer. So, you know, you have that to look forward to if you're a Drake fan, that his uh, official album will be out um, in summer, sure. summer 2020. Well, I'm excited for that, but this wasn't really... No, I didn't really like it. I don't know. You didn't like I mean, people. I don't know. I don't really like it, yeah. You like the 2C slides? Yeah, I hate it. The two songs are right. I think the Drake's verse in like Pain in 1993 is really good. The Playboy Cardi's verse is like they should just cut it out and then release the song. Really? That bad? His, his verse is that, yeah, dude. He used like a baby voice or something and it's weird. It's bad. It's really bad. Like, I can't even explain it if you listen to it. But like, Drake's verse is decent. Um, some of the songs like Chicago Freestyle is good. But yeah, that's about it. It wasn't and desires, but with future and Drake is decent. That's about it. I don't really like it. Anything else? I didn't listen to all, all of it though. Kodeka's oh, new song is really good. Kanye West, uh, the 808 and Heartbreak album reminds me of that. Really? Yeah. Really? If you alone together. Did you not, did you, did you not think that when you when you listened to that Kodeka like new song like the 808s yeah. and all that? It sounded like Yeezus, you know, when, when Kanye put out Yeezus, like Blood on the Leaves and all those songs with like super heavy brass instruments. That's what this uh, song from Quadeca felt this, like yeah, for this, me. It's really good. good. And he production. produced it by himself. Really good and he, produ- he produced it by himself. It's, it's yep. cool to see the diversity from him. He's I underrated. Think. If he signed to a label, he'd be a lot more famous, but actually that's pretty me. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think Dan would like Alone Together. I think so. <laughs> hey, remember, Dan, we went to Trader Joe's, and I kept saying, oh, Dan would like this. Dan would like that. Right. We were, yeah. we're looking for, like, wines, and I was like, hey, Dan, you know like what this. I would like. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I know yeah. what he would like. I think yeah, Ali needs to talk to me. I think yeah. Ali needs to talk to me. You know what me. I like. Yo, you hate everything I love. <laughs> right. So you know a tough like relationship that we have. We have a tough relationship, Dan. <laughs> It's a love-hate relationship. It's a love-hate relationship. <laughs> but, uh, Dan, do you have any song that, that you ran into this week? Maybe a new one, old one? Um, yeah. Anything? Uh, I know you've been listening to Gabby album. Uh, G- Gabby. No, it's not Gabby. Oh, my God. Gabby. <laughs> Gabby album. Get him. Um, so, last, I have two albums. Last week, One Day released an album. One uh, yeah. Day is probably one of the most, I guess, current popular Christian fem- female rappers. Um, Emo rappers? Female. <laughs> oh, female. <laughs> female rappers. Uh, oh, I mean, one of my favorite songs from the album is Spin Up. Uh, it's, it has What Up RG and No Big Deal. Uh, so I would 
give that a listen. And then today, Ty Brazel released an album. I know Ty Brazel is one of Jason's favorite artists. Um, yeah. From that album, I would recommend Whirlwind. So, Whirlwind. Yeah, fits, so. uh, fits the times we're in right now very well. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Whirlwind. Whirlwind. What about shows? I know we talked about Outer Banks, but uh, any other shows you want to throw in? I think the I think uh, Harsh oh. brought up a really good one. The the, the, the Travis Scott. Tra- tra- I, don't, I can't talk today, guys. Travis, Travis Scott, Scott documentary. documentary. I think that's a good one. If you haven't seen it, go back and watch it. It's only like an hour long, but it's a really interesting way into how hip hop is made now. I think. You know, you always watch these YouTube videos about how songs are made. But I think this documentary does a great job of kind of showcasing what a rapper goes through. Like a top rapper in his game right now in this age of social media. Yeah, Prime. Like the best album of his career. Concerts, festivals, uh, award shows, other artists collaborating with, going on SNL. And he had shows him performing in the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, performing in the Super Bowl, like the highest feat of his career. Like all those things in a documentary. I think, I don't know if I've ever seen a music documentary quite like it. And and as a kid, I used to love those. Uh, Dan, I don't know if you remember on VH1 or there used to be like behind the music. And then they would show like behind the music, how Lil Wayne got big and how like other Eminem got big. And I used to love watching those on YouTube because they would have those old clips. But this 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 might be like the best music documentary I've you seen. Had, you uh, had YouTube as a kid? Yeah, you didn't have YouTube as a kid? No. <laughs> I'm talking about like YouTube, like I think middle school. YouTube like, only started in like 2006. Six, yeah. Yeah, He's when talking I say about middle kid, school. Yeah, I'm talking about middle school when I say kid. You, as we get older, Dan, every everyone's a kid. <laughs> no, everyone's younger than us. No. I, I would recommend. I don't have a Netflix or any show, but I do have a YouTube recommendation. I'm Ooh. gonna recommend Dan Mace. Dan Mace. Oh, he's good. He got the coronavirus. Yeah, I think he's one of the most creative YouTubers I've ever seen. Like today, yeah, he's underrated. He released like a, a video. Wait, wait, Dan, did you see uh, Mr. Beast's rock paper scissors thing? I watched. I mean, I didn't watch the whole like two or three hours of it, but I did watch some of it. That was some oh. interesting stuff. It was Casey Neistat in the finals with uh, yeah, I was like, ah, shot one. <laughs> wait, yeah, Dan. So, Go ahead about the Dan Mace one here. Yeah, he released. Uh, I was about to say an album, but he released <laughs> a, a video. It's, it's so it's the weekend blinding blinding lights, but played with bricks. So he made Ooh, a cover. Oh really? They're playing with bricks and like wow, this that guy really puts the effort and time into the his videos. He's really. creative. I've seen a few videos. He reminds me of a young Casey Neistat, just with the yeah. creativeness. Not like the same style, but just. No. They would do like things that no one else is doing to be creative. Yeah. Right. Like, and he's still not like he's not like super big either. Like I mean, he does have seven hundred fifty thousand subscribers, but not yeah, that's as not big, big as though, compared. Yeah. 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 Everyone people has like do, a million. Now. People do less content and they get away with it, like TikTok. Stupid. Mm-hmm. TikTok is the dumb. I am honestly getting so tired of TikTok. I'm gonna delete it soon. No, don't delete right, it. There's some. Yeah. There's some good stuff. I, you know, Madison Beer quit TikTok, and, like, a lot of, like, the celebrities, like, they kind of realize, like, TikTok's just a weird place. Just a weird, weird place. Well, There's so much hate on that app. If you go in the comment section of that app, it's crazy. It's like Twitter. David Dobrik's still doing like TikTok. Yeah, yeah he, he did it today. He, he did it. If you make a TikTok on why you should get Chipotle for a free year, for one year for free, he made that TikTok. So well, you he's should asking get what? Other 
So for free Chipotle for one year, you have to make a TikTok as to why you should get the free card. Oh, okay. I saw yeah. this like this guy made it, and he was like, uh, I've been trying to lose weight, and I've eaten TikTok for like 210 days, he said. Or he's eaten Chipotle for 210 days. What? What? That's yeah. a lot of Chipotle. And he's lost, he's lost like, I don't know how much weight. He said he lost like a lot of weight. I forgot how much it was. Is this a subway guy? <laughs> well, he also said he works out. You have to think he didn't put in the video. Well, I think he did in the caption, but in the video he didn't put that he works out every day. Oh, but he's eating Chipotle every single day. And that's why he deserved to get that free card. But I don't know if he got it or not. Yeah. Wow. That's uh that's pretty crazy. But anyway, um that that's all for recommendations, right? Any other recommendations you guys want to get through what? before we end this episode? What did you say the recommendation was? The the Travis Scott documentary. Oh okay. My recommendation is Outer Banks. Yeah, for sure. And for then song. Kodaka song. Oh, you go on Kodaka song. I'll go yeah. with Drake's. Um, just to stay with you know, just to stay relevant. I'll go with Drake's Chicago freestyle because we're all Chicagoans and we you know it's it's good to have us represented every now and then. Uh, it wasn't we Some got represented from Canada. We we got represented in Paris. You know he's from Canada, right? No, I know, but he's from okay. Sicily. I was making sure. I know. I'm just making sure because he said represented like he is a Chicago rapper. No, no just the song. Even. Just the Parasite. song. Parasite. Does he have one call from Florida with love? Yeah, from yeah. Florida. So he I feel like he's representing all the states. <laughs> he's naming the states where he has most fans <laughs> at this point with the Tuesday slide and this. Nav, stuff, Nav is in. dropping an album May 8th. Ooh, dance favorite artist. Who said that was my favorite? <laughs> Nav, you love Nav. Okay, I don't love him. Like I'll listen to it, but I'm gonna. You like Nav, Dan? I'll listen to some. Listen, all right, gotcha. Morneal's weird. Anyway, <laughs> Morneal no. listens to Tame Impala, so it's a weird. It's like this is like his first time listening to a new artist, like Drake. You guys are Drake. <laughs> hey, you listen to Drake's voice <laughs> Do you know? Do you guys know who Kendrick Lamar is? Good artist. <laughs> I just discovered him this week. That's Morneal now. <laughs> my whole, yeah, it's all Tame Impala. I do listen to a lot of Tame Impala. Hey, Munio, next week I want to hear you bring a, an artist you have discovered. So that's your homework for this week. A new yeah. artist. They yeah. never did. Uh, no, that's all Tame still, Impala stuff. No, not that's still Tame Impala. Still all Tame Impala. Boy Pablo. No. I discovered him on my own. One that you no, haven't. Didn't. I told you about Boy Pablo. Wait, hang on. No, I, I told, told you about Boy Pablo. Pablo. What do you mean? Boy I told Pablo. Are you dumb? Oh, no, you Remember did. Remember we were going did. over the Lollapalooza lineup, and I said, I'm yeah. going to play Boy Pablo. Hey, whoa, I like his music. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Monio, yeah. you got to listen Memory loss artist. is occurring. He's getting old. <laughs> Monio's getting old. Memory <laughs> loss is already happening. Because of... How old are you? 24, and he's already having... He's having memory loss already. How many years? 23. How many more Liberty? Still 30? For him, seven more. Wow. Seven. But, like, I don't know. If he's, if he's on this track of forgetting things that happened eight months ago, I don't know. <laughs> wow. No, okay, so what's my task, then, for next week? Learn the guitar. Uh, find a new artist. One. Bring with a new artist that you haven't listened to before. Okay. Ever. Never before. Never. Okay. He's like, you I guys are J. Cole? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can I can do Tupac? <laughs> <laughs> Little Wayne? <laughs> 
Lollipop, Lil Wayne. He's gonna come to. All right, guys. The New Yorkers I discovered this week was Lil Wayne. A milli, a milli, a milli, a milli. <laughs> that was a good song. That, that was good <laughs> oh, for me. Yeah. What was, did you do was... before Tame Impala, Mono? What did you listen to before Tame Impala? I was musically devoid. I don't think so. Music, a part of me was never completed. Oh, it was Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus. Hannah and Miley Cyrus. It was, yeah, it was Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus. No, I was like, I weirdly got in, into Tame Impala because of a show called Atlanta on FX. And one of the promo music had one of the songs of Tame Impala. And I was like, this is such a cool song. I never heard Childish of it. Gambino. And that's how I got into it. Yeah. So... It's weird how you find music, and then sometimes the music that you find ends up being the best music. Or not, I'm sorry, best music is subjective. I mean, music that you really like, or an yeah. artist that you can really get behind. Right? Yeah. It's, yes, it, it's, always a, it's always a cool moment when you can do that. And I think in quarantine, like when I found shows that I've liked or things that I've gone back and looked at. Oh, a movie I want to recommend on Netflix is Molly's Game. I think Molly's Game is a really good movie. It's a really interesting thriller. Not really a thriller. It's more suspense-based, but not scary suspense. Like It's like about a girl who runs these gambling uh, games. Uh, you know, it, it, she runs like these gambling games with like a bunch of Hollywood stars and a bunch of Wall Street guys. And she ends up, at one point, running the biggest poker games in the world right and it's it's all the it's all something that she's handling she used to be a skier from colorado she used to be one of the best olympic skiers until she like broke her spine or something like that so it's, it's a really cool story it's directed and written by aaron sorkin uh and he's a very credible writer Aaron sorkin yeah aaron sorkin wrote it andy and directed aaron, it aaron sorkin? yeah it's, it's his it's his first direct uh, directorial venture so That's molly's cool. game it's on he's, netflix it's a really he's good one movie. of the best screenwriters of all time yeah i've been telling you guys that what do you the mean? Social you network, Moneyball. Uh, he didn't direct it. Jobs. You talk about the no, directors. You talk about the screenwriters. Yeah, I always talk about the screenwriter. I think Aaron Sorkin has been the great. He, he I think on HBO there's a show called Newsroom. That was one of the best shows I've ever seen. Yeah, so Dan is busy. He's watching Outer Banks. And then week, Travis so. Scott documentary, and then Molly's Game. Yeah. No, he's watching Outer Banks, Travis Scott. And then next week. He'll think about it. Next you have to talk to me then we'll have before you can him. give him a recommendation, all right? I'm like his, I'm like his secretary. You have to talk to me before you pass him, give him a recommendation. Wow, Dan. I have a list. That the I'm, I have the list are. now. I am the, I'm, the, I'm your list now, Dan. Don't worry, I got you. I recommend some great stuff, Dan. You don't need a secretary for that. You, can, you, you don't need to. But here's the thing. Monio, you recommend so much that like three out of ten <laughs> of the recommendations have to be good. <laughs> if, if, if I was if I was David Dobrik, Harsh would be my Natalie. There we go. <laughs> I'm gonna be the hometown guy. What would I be? What you would I be Jason. Dirty Dog. Ilya. Ilya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'll be Jason. I like Jason Nass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know Ilya moved in. What do you guys think about that? I know we're closing on this, but Ilya, who's like a best friend of David Dobrik's, if you don't listen to David Dobrik, you have no no idea what we're talking about. But Ilya moved in officially, and I think well, he mentioned that he's gonna stay there forever. So I don't know if he closed okay, his business in Chicago, but yeah, I think they're gonna stay there forever. Did he, he have like a plumbing business or something? No, he said he wants to start up an ice cream business in LA. He said yeah, it isn't. Didn't he have a plumbing business in Chicago? Yeah, yeah, it's like a family business that he used to run. Maybe he, he still runs it with someone else. Maybe like oh. you know he's he's owner of it, but someone else is running it. I could see that happening, but that's interesting. He's slowly one by one bringing all his friends to uh, to LA. That's what he wants. That's what Dan's gonna do. That's what Dan's gonna do, right? When he gets to LA, he's gonna bring us all there one by one. 
Yeah, I think I'm the last one that's going to get to L.A. <laughs> you love L.A., Yeah, you Dad. said Chicago is better than L.A. Yeah. Dan said it. Yeah, but I feel like Dan's going to change his mind very soon. Do you want me? I don't me? think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I do. It's more me wanting to change your mind more than you <laughs> wanting to change your mind. Yeah. But you never know, Dan. You never know. Hey, you never know where this podcast can take us. Um, okay. <laughs> anyway, I feel like we should end that point. Yeah. I think this has been a fun episode. This is like, this is good. You know, it's like the band is back together. Just the three of us talking, bantering. That's what the show's all about. Uh, so I thought this was, a, this was a good episode. Thanks for listening. Again, a huge thank you to all the essential workers out there, healthcare workers, grocery workers. Um, you know, if you're working at all, you know, I know there's a lot of people that we know, Dan, that are Drug working dealers. out there. I know Jason. <laughs> 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 this is what we missed. This is what we missed, Harsh. You're... Your ill-advised comments. <laughs> the, money the money launderers. The money launderers. Everyone. Thank you. Essential workers. Thank you for doing your job. Especially the money launderers in Ozarks right now. Yo, what yeah. is up with these? Oh, my God, Dan. I just realized this. What is up with all these shows that have to do with, like, beaches and, like, Ozarks and Outer Banks Island? It's weird. Getting weird. <laughs> yeah, Netflix has Netflix is going crazy right now with the shows and the reality stuff. We they're putting it out. They're putting out content. That's all that matters. This is they like got 60 million subscribers, money. by the way, guys. In the, in the span of quarantine started, and up to I think just yeah. a couple of weeks ago, they got 16 million subscribers just in this time. You, and they could yeah. be adding more every week. So wow. this is like yeah. the peak of their business. Yeah, and that's why you know coronavirus is happening. It's good for the environment and good for Netflix. Those are the positives. <laughs> Netflix is terrible for the economy. Not if you work for Netflix, Dan. Maybe we need to work for Netflix. Oh, no. Right now, it's too crazy to work for Netflix. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think it's working for me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you, 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 you'd cancel Too Hot to Handle, right? No season two for that? <laughs> no season two. There's no season two for that? No, no he's it. there will be. That's it. If Dan no, was I the executive. No, no, it was, it was trending. It got a lot of attention. Netflix is, like, you know, that attention... Like, it, they're going to do it. Like, reality shows typically for the Outer most part Banks don't go is confirmed camera. season two. Really? Yeah, already. Already? That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it, got, it blew up so much that they already confirmed the next season. The whole cast is coming back as well. I oh, can't yeah. say, you know, I can't say, you know. Ooh, I haven't finished yet. I'm on episode six. So. Oh, you haven't right. finished it? Okay, no spoilers. I'm gonna I watched, like, five episodes last night. That's a lot of episodes in one night. That's five hours, yeah. You did stay up till 7.30. 7.30, so yes, sir. Now we get it. Now we get it. All right, well, thanks for listening to this episode, guys. We are on Instagram. It's at the Bantershop underscore podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Recommend this to your friends. Hope you guys are surviving. Hope you guys are staying safe. Hope everything's Hope good. Hope you guys are surviving. Well. I mean, you know, just like, you know, you're doing your thing. Keep, keep staying healthy. Keep doing your thing. And we're going to get through this, and we're going to be okay very soon. So thanks for listening, guys. That's it for up here. Sometime. We'll be okay sometime. <laughs> well, hopefully soon. But Monil signing off. This is Daniel. Uh, and this is Harsh. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. We'll talk See to ya. you next week. See ya. See ya.